Are you having a good day? Make it better with a couple of wise guys. You are now listening to a Los Wise Guys production. gentlemen to another episode of a couple of wise guys the show where members of the illustrious lwg that's Lowe's wise guys for those of you that didn't know come together to talk about what's on our minds in our hearts and everything else under the sun i am one of your hosts dan guy who's usually here doing this to my right i have rudy what up what's up rudy how you doing i'm good good yeah i'd like to know that you're okay because i care no you don't and normally to my left would be Eslam, but due to, you know, Ramadan, stuff like that, he can't really make it to this episode. He is going to be back when he can and, you know, do what he can. But for now, we have another member of the LWG, the fourth horseman at the time, the fourth member to join. David, welcome David for the first time. Woo! Yeah, I had to woo. I had to. Thank you I, very much. The fourth horseman, that's fine. So, welcome, David. And one of the reasons why David is here is David is a huge wrestling fan, just as am I. And there's a lot going on in the wrestling world. They're going to do a brand split for the WWE again, which means Raw and SmackDown are going to have separate brands, and hopefully it's going to be awesome. Uh, Rudy, I know you don't really follow wrestling, but do you remember the previous brand split? Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know the timing or anything like that, but if you're going to go back to it... Um, more or less 2002? This was, this was, I'm guessing, after WWC was already bought out by... WCW? That's what I meant. Sorry, I said WWC. WWC stands for the World Wrestling Council, held in Puerto Rico. I'm a wrestling fan. I know my stuff. Boricua! <laughs> um, no, but was this after WWE bought out WCW? Yeah, more or less. The reason for the first one, um, and David, if I'm wrong, you correct me, was the uh, they acquired WCW. They had bought ECW. They had a bunch of wrestlers and not enough TV time. Okay. So you put some of them raw, put some of them on SmackDown. Everybody's happy. You got two products, basically. Am I right, David? No, you're absolutely right. You know, I remember when the, when it first happened, there was like a lot of, they had so many guys, you didn't even know what to do with them. You know, guys you felt like who had potential to, to go somewhere. And then, so they decided to do the brand split. <clears throat> and I remember, because I talked about this with a couple other people, how, uh, which, what was interesting was like all the, the big stars were on Raw, like the, the charismatic guys, Rock, Austin. And on SmackDown, you had all, like, the technical wrestlers, like Angle, Guerrero, Benoit, yeah, all those kinds of things, you know. And then you throw in some of these ECW, WCW guys, and boom, you yeah, have that's magic. Like, it's, actually, now that you mention it, remember, Rock was the first pick, and he went to SmackDown. Later on, he Oh, he go, was. Oh, yeah, that's he, right, yeah. Yeah, but you're right. He, end, he end, eventually became, like, a Raw guy. But you're right, because Raw was the main brand. They yeah. wanted Raw to always be better than SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Still is the main brand, in my opinion. It still is the main brand, absolutely. You know, always has been. Well, that's the thing. It was always the main brand, but the argument can be made that at one point SmackDown was better than Raw when they had the SmackDown. No, yeah, six. in terms of yeah, yeah, you know, from a from the wrestling point of view, exactly. you know, absolutely. Like storyline, the big stars were the Raw guys, but they made big stars out of uh, Eddie Guerrero, Chris Benoit, Kurt Angle, Brock Lesnar, Big Show, Rey Mysterio, Edge. Like there were so many great uh, people on SmackDown. It was awesome. That's why I'm I'm pretty much looking forward to this new brand split. How about you? You know, uh, 
it's weird because I, I kind of, <clears throat> like, I kind of want to see a brand split, but then I don't, I don't know, because the last brand split, it was like, like, towards the end, it kind of, it, it started to get a little shitty, yeah. you know, it's like, I guess because that was because they were running out of guys, you know, uh, and then a lot of guys, you know, retired or, you know, yeah, got right. injured, had to f- retire early, a lot of guys left, and then, you know, like, you know, so now it's, uh, you could also, I think now there's potential, you know, yeah, you absolutely. have a, you got a lot of, I mean, they got a lot of guys now, yeah. you know. Especially with NXT going on. <clears throat> and uh, you NXT, have the NXT you brand. The guys going on. Rudy, you've seen a little bit of NXT. I mean, Rudy, you don't really follow wrestling anymore, right? Not anymore. You know, my wrestling days are over. Yeah, you retired. You, you went off into the sunset. <laughs> and, uh, but, I mean, you did see NXT a little bit. What do mm-hmm. you think about that? No, I think that's probably, if I had to go back and watch something wrestling related, it would have to be NXT. Yeah. I mean... It was literally the event right before the Wrestle, the recent WrestleMania, NXT and I Dallas. found that, yeah, I found that way more entertaining than WrestleMania itself. Um, yeah. and you know, you you kind of almost feel the realness of what wrestling is. You know, people are so caught up in the, the theatrics, you know, the mm-hmm. actual show, mm-hmm. and they don't follow up on the actual wrestling aspect. So when I was able to look at NXT, I was like, wow, like I can actually get a feel for what really goes into the wrestling aspect of yeah. the show. Um, speaking of what you guys are talking about, though, I. I'm thinking back to my form, like my days looking at the brand, the original brand split. Yeah. And there was nothing more exciting than waiting until Raw was over and then knowing you only had two days before you saw wrestling again. Yeah. You know what I mean? That was great. Other than that, you were waiting. You saw Raw on Monday, you waited till next Monday, or if there was a pay per view on Sunday, you did that. Okay. So for me, that was really exciting. Um, Just like you guys are talking about, there's a lot of um new guys. So I feel mm-hmm. like this is actually going to be an opportunity to have people shine yep. and actually show what they're really made of and show the crowd and everything like that and really come up. Yep. Um, I think there's rumors going on right now that uh, they're going to have two pay-per-views per month yep. as a result of the brand split. That's that's one thing that's going on. A lot of people were talking about that. Are they going to have you know Raw pay-per-view, SmackDown pay-per-views? Are going to join? But that is a rumor that is going around that there's going to be separate pay-per-views. Now, last time they did this, it didn't work out that great, I think, because they had um, these great main event, you know, pay-per-views. Like, let's say you would have a big match, um, I don't know, let's say Triple H and Shawn Michaels. You know, the undercard, you have Jericho versus Orton. Mm-hmm. And then the very bottom of the card, no offense to these guys, but you'd see, like, the Hurricane versus Rico. Like, who remembers Rico? I do. I know. <laughs> but I'm saying not many people do. And, like, that's a main event. Not main event. That's a pay-per-view match. So That's you, the issue with that. Are you thinking more along the lines that they might take the the pay-per-view event and divide it right down the middle you know like let's say one match is raw one match is smackdown one match is raw instead of giving them each their own pay-per-view that's what i'm saying that i don't think that would be a bad idea that way you have a pay-per-view that is still pay-per-view quality you still have that but then again the argument be made who gets the main event you know is the main event going to be a raw main event is it going to be a smackdown main event they probably prefer that it's a raw right because david like you said there's yeah i know you know focus on raw it's just it's weird sometimes because then you have you know, you have two champions, so then it's uh, it creates this conflict of interest. Well, who who becomes the better? Who's the bigger brand? Who's the bigger star? Mm-hmm. You know, it always felt like like the Raw champion was. They always made the Raw champion the guy who was like perceived as the bigger star than the SmackDown champion. At yeah. least I felt like at that, least a good portion of the time. That's that is a lot of what they did. Actually, now that you bring up the championships, that's a, that's a very good point. What do you think they're going to do? Do you think so, they're going to have one title, one champion traveling, or they're going to have the two champions again? So, from what I read from reports, is that um. They're going to have, like, two champions, you know, one for Raw and one for SmackDown. And, uh, I'm, I'm, you know, they, they were saying that basically 
Roman Reigns is going to be the champion on Raw, and they're going to make John Cena the champion of SmackDown. Yeah, that's, dun, that's dun, dun, dun. the best bet to me. You know, yeah. nothing new, nothing. But um, what I, you know, what what I do like is that they're making Rollins they're the head heel. Yeah. And then uh, I really I notice uh, they're doing some big things with AJ Styles, which is you know absolutely that man some, deserves it. Something I want to talk about, but you know, whenever you want to talk about that, but I like what they're doing with him because I think they want to make him the uh, the head the head heel on SmackDown. Yeah. Because you know, when you look at the who else do they have really? I mean, it's very what. Well, you do have Bray Wyatt, but I think he turned face, though, recently, you know, in in one of the past, they didn't team with Roman Reigns a couple of months ago. Yeah, that's the thing, but hopefully. But now he got a back injury, so. Hopefully he's, I mean, he he never really got his true top heel run, and he has what it takes, like, uh. You know, I mean, he, he never really did win a title. <laughs> he never won a title. Why? Because every time they put him in a match, like he's always in these big main event matches. And when yeah. he's in a big main event match, they just like, all right, you're gonna lose. You're gonna lose. You're gonna lose. And he, it sucks because he's losing to who? Part timers. Like, true. Why, he is, lost why to, is he losing to? So you're saying he should beat the Undertaker? If they're not at Mania, yes, he should be beating the Undertaker. No, but you remember when? Like you know how? Remember Undertaker lost to Lesnar? Yeah. So the following year, they did like the whole story where where Bray Wyatt's like, you know what? I'm now that you lost your streak, I'm gonna just yeah, they come kind of like that. for your soul. Like I, I want to just end you. Completely. Yeah, they, you they know, I want you just Le- retire. They made, they made Wyatt the like big, scary, supernatural guy. Like he was str- apparently he took the Undertaker and Kane's power, and then he was like the top guy. He's the younger guy, man. Give it to him. Let him. Let him so, be that so guy. Should he have beaten the Undertaker at that WrestleMania? At WrestleMania, at that. Point, I mean, the streak was already over. That's what I'm saying. The streak was over. If he would have won, fine. He would have won. The streak was over. Yeah, it really didn't matter. I mean, although I'm not gonna lie, that night I was rooting for the Undertaker because I just can't help but root for the Undertaker. How do you not root for the Undertaker? You can't unless he's fighting Shawn Michaels. That's like saying it's like when the, that one night I saw the crowd was wedding the Undertaker, and that really. Quite frankly, pissed me off. Yeah, well, that, that, the crowd's gonna always do what they gotta do. But anyway, that's that's Have the world respect. title. That's the world title. What about like, let's say the women's title? Like, Rudy, what do you think? Do you think they should keep the women's title on one show? And because if they do that, then are they going to have? What about the women on the other show? Do they even matter at this point? They're not fighting for the title. I only care about that one girl because she's hot as hell. She is she the champ yet? You know what I'm talking about? Snoop Sasha Dogg's Banks. Oh God, Snoop Dogg's cousin. Snoop Dogg's. That's my woman. But Sasha Banks is a great is she wrestler. The champ? No, no, I don't care. If she's a, she's See, a champ. that's that's the problem. You is don't she care. She's a champ? great wrestler. Charlotte. No, no, I know she's great. Rick no, that, that, daughter is the champ. That brings me back to um Just stay when I did Paige. watch WrestleMania though, because when I did watch WrestleMania, it was a, a three way women's match, and that was it. Yeah, it was WrestleMania, right? Yeah, that the triple threat. Yep. Oh man, that match was great. It yeah. was a great. I mean, match. even even they showed their wrestling ability in that. Um, but you're right. I mean, what are they gonna do with a title like that? I mean, are there still two tag team? Ta- uh, I remember during the first Brand there was two different types of tag team championship well, belts. Originally, there was one, and okay. it was on Raw. Mm-hmm. And then SmackDown made their own. The, you had the World Tag Team Champions on Raw, the WWE Tag Team Champions on SmackDown. Okay. So as of right now, there's the one. That's another thing. Are they going to make two, or are they going to keep them on one show? If anything, what if you just have it to the point where each show you're working your way up to being the best on that show. And then at a, a pay-per-view, then you verse the opposite show that that's possible. But I mean, does that mean, how do you build a storyline? Like, let's say the new day are the tag team champions right now. Let's say they're on raw. They defend their titles on there. Or they're on raw. They have, they're doing their stuff on there. Let's say the club, for example, goes to SmackDown. They're rising up the ranks. How are you going to build a storyline between the club on SmackDown and the Raw on New Day? They're not interacting. With I don't, one I don't, no, that's the thing. I would, I mean, if it was me, I would have them interact with each other, but more along the lines of, talking shit i wouldn't necessarily have them versing each other i would just be like 
oh, you guys think you're the champs when the real competition's over here on SmackDown. Yeah. That, and that, that will be promote better. the other show. You could do that, but at the same time, especially when it comes to tag teams, remember, the one reason, one thing that makes it difficult to promote, like, a singles match is, like, let's say you have Roman Reigns versus Seth Rollins. They haven't had a match since Seth Rollins has come back. They go out there, they talk trash, they do that. But you don't want to see them fight because you're saving it for the pay-per-view. With tag teams, it's different. You can do that because you have this one guy fight this one guy. Then this guy fights this guy. Mm-hmm. You could still promote it using matches. So you, you cover a match for the show, and at the same time, you could still cover like the, the building aspect of it, the storyline aspect of it. So I'm, no, I'm sorry. The no, question I have for you guys is, from my knowledge, from the original brand split, I always felt like there was a style to both Raw and SmackDown yeah, had, based on which wrestlers were on that show. To yeah. me, when I wanted to see high flyers or people with a little bit more energy, I would watch SmackDown. That's where you had Rey Mysterio. Wrestling show. Yeah, yeah. Smack. I mean, you had uh, Rey Mysterio. You had The Rock. You had you know these. I guess not really more athletic, but these guys who actually moved quicker. And mm-hmm. when I wanted to see a raunchy type of show, I watched Raw, where you oh. have Stone Cold and Undertaker and this and that. So, yeah. do you feel like the brand split's going to do that again and draft different types of wrestlers to each show? I think so, David. It's. I think it's it's uh it's a little different now because as I said before the uh. They have more. I mean, they have more guys now than I think in a while. Yeah, you know, maybe they have before. Say, you know, yeah. You Vince even, went on to say this is the biggest roster they've ever had in WWE. Yeah, actually, yeah, because you've, we're, you know, we're talking about Raw and SmackDown, but then you know, now you have NXT too, which you, there's a bunch of guys on there that I don't even know. You know, I watch NXT occasionally, and I, I think it's some really good stuff. Love what. Yeah. Unfortunately, I have to say I love what Triple H is doing. With it, unfortunately, why is that unfortunate? Well, you know, I just don't like the. I don't like Triple H. You don't H. like Triple H. You don't like Hunter Hearst Helms. I do not. Why not? The game. I think he married quite plain and simple. He married the boss daughter to get to the top. A lot of people say that. They, you know, there's yeah. no, there's no denying that. But uh, like you said, man, that man no, runs NXT and NXT. I think, NXT I think no, but like from his. Uh, I better not be. Uh, let's just because I'm just going to go on a rant with this, and I don't want to. I don't. Uh, do you want Dave nah, to go off on a rant? I don't care. Go ahead. Well, Dave, I just rant. want. Let, let, before we segue, let's just finish what we were saying. This this whole thing with the <laughs> with the tag team, I mean not the tag team, the uh, the brand split. It's like uh, you know, you got. I think I noticed like a lot of the wrestlers now are like really good wrestlers too. Like you got some really talented guys, and I noticed wrestling now is also different. You know, yeah, it's changed. Every you know, it's like all these. It's more about like you know putting on who can do all these high fly moves, and while also being a good technical wrestler. Yeah. Um, it's more now about the actual wrestling than ever before. Yeah, exactly. That's I think, why I've said it on numerous occasions. Know, like, I watch wrestling from the past. I'm like, these guys yeah. are great. They're great talkers. But you want to see a good wrestling match? You watch stuff today. Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. There's some great ra- matches in the past, too. Oh, absolutely. But, you know, people in the 90s were watching wrestling because of the attitude area and all yep. that. Yes, I was. The, co- the competition, it became fierce because they thought, all right, let's throw some, let's throw some, some uh, sexual stuff on there and yeah. some, uh, some, you know, like, you know, you had Stone Cold being an anti-hero yeah, kind absolutely. of thing, rebel, that rebellious, you know, people actually, want to rebel. Actually, David, one question. You, you're talking about, like, the random sexual stuff. Do you remember HLA? I do remember HLA, HLA very well. What does HLA stand for, David? Some hot lesbian action, baby. Yes, it was. Eric Bischoff introduced HLA. Puppies, Raw. JR, puppies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> puppies. JR and the puppies. There's a lot of stuff, and we don't see any of that no more because of the PG era, but... I feel like we don't really need that stuff. You know what I'm saying? I need that stuff. You know, I'm, <laughs> I need that stuff every day. Rudy, there. It's 2016. There's other methods. Don't worry. No, I want to see the see this. There's a difference between watching porn and watching people on television. You know, they're they're hidden. They have clothes on. You can 
You can look at them and be like, I wonder what those titties look like. With porn, they're just showing you everything. You and know? this is what it you was. thought of when you watch wrestling. Yes. It wasn't until that day Sable took off that top in the bikini contest. Oh, and, man. Oh. The two, and the two handprints. The two hand, then she got disqualified. It was bullshit. I fought for I petitioned that. She wasn't uh, disqualified. I think well, Mark Merrow just like put clothes on her. I was like, get back no. in there. I'm a boxer. No, sort she, of. Was, she was disqualified because it wasn't considered a bikini. I don't even remember that. Well, you, I know a couple things here about okay. wrestling. You remember that one moment in wrestling? I remember that Val Venus thing I told you. Val I'm Venus. A, what is the Val Venus thing? Right. I don't know oh, if David God. remembers it, but there was a time. Well, I got a Val Venus story myself, but we're about to find out if we're thinking the same thing. All right. Well, my thing was when, uh, I don't know if you remember Choppy Choppy or Pee Pee. <laughs> that's what I was thinking. I forgot about that. Yeah. I really did. Um, that was one of the most disturbing things I've yeah, ever I seen. Forget, your I forgot who he was going to be. The, the guy's name, but he. Oh, much... I think it was uh, Tuck, It was Funaki's clan, or yeah, whatever. The, yeah. With Taka, his I forgot his name with a yeah. T. That's oh, it. um, Taka Michinoku. Taka Taka Michinoku. Wow. And they're yeah. Taka Look at that. He's like Taka He said it so fast. like, but he slept with his, I think, his manager's wife or whatever, and they caught him and. They pretty much chained him up to a wall and said, "I'm a choppy, choppy your people." No, I think it was like a like a crucifix kind yeah, of thing. Something in like Japan, that. they no. did like a or they did some kind of video package, and then uh, I saw him take a. I was scared because you know at the time I used to think <laughs> wrestling was real, and you know, yeah. and you know you see that you see this band with a with a fucking sword, and you're like yeah, a straight a katana. Yeah, I mean, what I thought had happened was that he actually just because you know me being stupid when I was little. uh I thought he took the sword, not like chop it off. I thought he was going to just, he wanted to just slap his penis. That really. Yeah. <laughs> hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. So when you were watching that as a child and you see a man holding a katana, you didn't think he was going to cut it. You thought he was going to take this katana and just smack Because the way he, been a bad boy. from the motion, like he, he like swung it like a baseball bat. So it's not like an up and down. Okay. It was more like a side to side. Yeah, I'm going to get it. And you just see Valvius going, ah. <laughs> You, so, saw, you saw his bare naked ass, though. That's yeah. what was more convincing about it. You actually see you see him strung up with his ass showing. Yeah, but that, that's the thing, man. We're, so we're talking about wrestling, and we're God. talking about old school stuff, and we're choppy, choppy, your pee-pee. I mean, this is crazy. And I, I kept on thinking, was like, choppy, I'm choppy. sure Val Vina just kept on thinking, like, when I made Shaving Ryan's Privates, I never thought I was going to get to this point. Yeah. Shaving Ryan's Privates. That was one of his movies. Who, Val Vina? Val Venus, That was one of his, you know, did movies. He, wait, oh, he did do porn, right? Well, not for real. Oh. <laughs> Did you really think he was a porn star? No, because based I forgot about the shaving... How do you call it? Shaving, shaving Ryan's privates. Right. So it's... Uh, in the way you made it sound, I was like, wait a minute, did he actually do porn? No, I honestly wouldn't have been surprised. But, I haven't seen him yet. You know, I'll keep looking. What do you mean yet? Are you watching, like, in order of, like, the first porn out to now? I look up Val. I look up Val Venus. Shaving... I'm shaving sure. Ryan's private. It's not that hard to remember, guys. Saving Ryan's private. You know what it is because I keep picturing Saving Private Ryan, so I'm like, well, obviously that's where he came from. Yeah, yeah, I know that's, but you know, it's it's disrespectful. All right, guys, back to the brand split. Back to the brand split. I mean, we're not going to be seeing anything like that. No Val Venus, you know, shaving Prime's. Wow, Prime, you guys made me. So we're just going to go back to the brand split. And um, so we're talking about the titles, and but you were asking, do we think it's going to be two different types of shows? I think it is. I feel like SmackDown is going to be the. like you said, Cena's going to be the top guy there. AJ Styles, I think, is going to go over there. And they're going to have the younger, like, NXT guys. I feel like uh, a lot of them are going to be on SmackDown, with the exception of, like, Sami Zayn. Hmm. Uh, I feel like he's going to be on Raw. Uh, Kevin Owens might be on Raw as well. But, you know, I think Enzo and Cass, I could see them on SmackDown. Maybe mm, even... Um, I don't know. Oh, I can't remember his name. The guy that... uh, the the Oh, man. 
the guy he's, he looks like Bobby Lashley but smaller and more oh, Apollo Cruz. Apollo Cruz, yeah. Apollo Cruz. Mm-hmm. I think Apollo like he'll be, be on Smackdown. They're a bat third. What's that? They're a bat third. Oh, you don't get that one. That was a Bobby Lashley joke. Oh yeah, because Bobby Lashley spoke of Liz. Yes, I, was... I still say Bobby Lashley looks like if Wayne Brady and Brock Lesnar had a baby. You got <laughs> <Yes>. Bobby Lashley. <laughs> yeah, that's actually a perfect thing. Yeah, it is. Now, um, what you've seen a few NXT guys, you said, right? Do you, yeah. do you remember any of their names at all? Um, or? I saw Kev- I saw Kevin Owens when he was on there for a little bit, but he I think he made like a cameo, and then he was already on WWE at that point. Okay. Um, um, oh, you, Sammy Zayn! You saw Sammy, Sammy Zayn. Zayn. How do you how do you feel about Sammy? That intro music is amazing. Yeah, he does have really good intro music. It's really happy. Whoa. I can't do it. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> I had a. <laughs> I can see that you can't. Clearly, have a monotone voice, ladies and gentlemen. But anyway, no, uh, his intro music gets you hyped. I, I actually love that about him. Um, that his is his style. I mean, you look at him. It almost kind of reminds me of like a Chris Jericho type of thing, where you see this type of guy where it doesn't seem like he's gonna know some high flying and like energetic type of moves, but he comes out and he just puts on a show for that, you. That is a good point. You look at Sami Zayn, he really just looks like some guy. And then yeah. you see him yeah. fighting and he's Daniel Bryan had the same effect. Yeah. That's why a lot of people have compared Sami Zayn to Daniel Bryan. You look at him it's like, all right, he's some guy. So what's he gonna do? And then he surprises the hell out of you and puts on a great match time and time again. Yeah. yeah. He also looks like he has a good time out there. Like that's the thing I like. And I mean coming out to that intro music, I, w- I would have a great time too. It already got me hype. It's you already got the electricity coming from the fans. Yeah. Like I mean, he just he look he gives you that positive vibe. Like he's the type of person where if he ever turned heel, you'd be upset about it. Yeah, absolutely. And but but that's the thing you're talking hey. about with the fans. You saw him on um I don't know if you saw him on NXT, but Sami Zayn has that NXT crowd behind him, and that NXT crowd is a true wrestling crowd. No, I did see him. Yeah. The first match I saw him on NXT was against the uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. Shinsuke Nakamura. That we'll match get to Shinsuke in a little bit, oh but um, but that NXT crowd, man, <laughs> that's something I want to see come to whether SmackDown or Raw. Like, if let's say most of these guys do go to SmackDown, I want to see that crowd be like NXT. NXT makes you feel like it's an indie crowd, man. It makes you, it's it that, reminds me yeah. of the ECW crowd. Yeah, yeah, that's what it, like they truly care. I felt like a lot of them were there at WrestleMania because that's how I felt watching it. Yeah, I didn't. I like when I was watching, I actually, and that was the thing. It's like you're talking about when I watched the NXT. It it wasn't about chanting what it wasn't about chanting you know you suck or f you or whatever it, it was is. about having a good time it was about having a good time and literally being glad you're put there has a great show in front of you and I told you remember I told you ahead of time I know you don't really watch wrestling but I told you like best show of that time because they had the they had the Hall of Fame WrestleMania the Raw following and NXT I said of all those things NXT is by far going to be the best show mm. and it was hands down it yeah. was. And no. you, but you know what, make, what makes it interesting? Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead. No, like, you know, what's funny is that um, uh, you have to, you can't even, it's not like they even put NXT on TV. It's like they, they know that there's, like, such a loyal fan base there, so what do they do? They keep it on the network. I think they're worried. For nine ninety nine a month. For only nine ninety nine, the WWE Network. See, it's not only me that $10 says dollars, it. All take away a pen. Say it. $10, take away a penny. That's what I say. I think they're worried about it. You know, the funny thing is, I would, I would love to see NXT on television. But I think that you, because, you're, because shows on television are always worried about ratings, I kind of feel like it's kind of like the tough enough game where it's like, at first they had a lot of ratings, and I remember watching it myself, and then after a while it became a joke, and the people that were on that show as far as wrestlers really didn't make anything out of themselves. So I feel like they're worried that people who randomly check on wrestling would look at this and think it's more of a joke than it is an actual WWE thing. I mean, I, right. I, I hear what you're saying, but at the same time, I feel like keeping NXT on the WWE Network is smart because people want to see wrestling on NXT, on the mm-hmm. WWE right. Network. You can't really watch Raw or SmackDown there. Yeah. But hey, there's this really cool show I've been hearing about. It's called NXT. Let me check it out. And that is what gets me hooked to the WWE Network. Like, honestly, 
I like watching all this stuff. I like watching the old school documentaries and all this stuff, the new shows, the animated show, all that. But honestly, if you took all those things away and said, all we're going to show you is NXT, I'm fine with it. Yeah. NXT is yeah. that good. Yeah. Um, good point, you know, David. The... Well, I mean, I was... <laughs> Excuse me. Um, no, I was going to say, no, well, you know, I think it's also stemming from Vince's thinking, too, is that... Because, uh, you know, how if you watch Raw and SmackDown, they're, they're, the style is... It's kind of different. Like they don't. It's not like Ring of Honor. Like you know, yeah. the WWE style is always like put on good matches and do all this crazy stuff. But you gotta like, you have to like. I always interpret it like you have to time it right and it, yeah. you know uh, space out like the special moves and all that. Like mm-hmm. you it's know, a spot like fast now. Yeah. It's so a spot fest. you have to like present it. It's like presented differently. So like when a big spot happens, it's like oh my god, you know. But then when you watch NXT, it's like oh that's just like standard or like you expect five-star matches every time, yep. you know, NXT. Yeah, and they're doing, you know, some, some good stuff over there. Mm-hmm. You know, which I still got to watch TakeOver. But, the, uh, the most recent TakeOver? Yeah, the recent it, one. It was, it was pretty good. Um, look out for Shinsuke Nakamura versus mm-hmm. Austin Aries. Um, I can tell you right now, that's probably, that probably was the best match of the night, and I didn't even, I didn't even watch it. That, that's you know? the thing. That, I mean, Shinsuke. Shinsuke Nakamura from, uh, what's it called, from Japan, and NJPW, right? Yeah. All right. You know, I remember, it's funny, because my dad was the... The first one to uh, to see him, like he saw, he started seeing him, and he started telling me about him. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, okay, you know. And then, uh, and then I, style. yeah. And then next thing you know, he's signed, and I tell my dad, he's like, oh, they signed Nakamura. That's awesome, you know. Yeah. yeah. Did you see... like it was Nakamura Styles, and the club, you know, like they were all signed at the same time. The Bullet Club. The Bullet Club. Because I, I, it gets very annoying. I know. I don't. Club. I, like, I mean, I don't know why they, they the can't say the Bullet Club. Maybe it's. I think it's owned by NJPW. They Probably. can't call him the Bullet Club. Uh, yeah. So. Actually, um, Rudy, I'm, you have no idea what we're talking about right now, I'm assuming, with the Bullet Club. Do you? I don't know Shinsuke Nakamura. Okay, I get that. <laughs> no, the, let me talk about him. Go for it. Go for it. Talk um, about Shinsuke. His Bullet Club, guns, okay. cars, or whatever. Right. Call. Bullet Club go was ahead. like this huge um, faction yeah. in uh, NJPW. It was just, think NWO, think DX and all that stuff, but it's a, it's a modern day one. Like These guys just took over, man. They were the hottest thing in all of wrestling, and, and, you know, and they're not in the day to be. So it's like these guys came over. The yeah. cool thing is they weren't Japanese. Like they had AJ Styles. They had yeah. Um, Styles was like the leader. Style. Well, originally the leader oh, was um, Finn Balor. Finn Balor, right? God, you said Balor. Finn Balor, who at the time is was it Balor Prince or Balor? Balor. Balor. Prince Devitt. He was he was uh, Devitt uh, over in NJPW. He's like they're one of the top guys in um, NXT. You know him as the Demon. Finn oh, Balor. Okay. He mm-hmm. was the leader of the Bullet Club. He left the day he left. AJ Styles came in. He took over. And there's a bunch of guys over there, man. They're doing great. They still have the Bullet Club. The um, the young, the young those bucks, young bucks, man. Man, the young bucks are still part of the Bullet I, Club. I saw a young couple bucks. of those matches. Like it was the young bucks and Styles take, doing six man tag matches. Yeah, but, man. My God, with those way too much sweet chin music for me. That's the thing, man. But it's awesome. I don't know if I showed you any of the stuff on YouTube. They they'll do like it's actually quite funny. Super kicks a match, like the, just straight super kick, super kick, super kick, and it's amazing. It's awesome. I love it. I mean, it's not like a not. I mean. It's a knockout only when Shawn Michaels does it. That's that's an automatic one, two, three. But when these guys do it, it's like a standard move. Seriously. Well, that's that's a problem with wrestling in general. If, if that's something that's been going on for a while. Remember when uh, Jake the Snake brought out the DDT, and the yeah. DDT was shutting people down. Yep. Yeah. And then after a while, the DDT became a regular move. The Rock yeah. does the DDT. This guy does the DDT. That guy. And it's not a finisher anymore. Why is that? Well, now it's a finisher only when Dean Ambrose does it. When he hooks your arm. It's a double underhook DDT. Yeah. He just hooks your arms a little differently, and boom. It's like, oh, yeah. it's a finisher. You know? Foley, Foley had it too, but it never really yeah. worked. I think some moves, I think that doesn't work. there should be a set of moves that should be like standard moves that mm-hmm. everyone should be able to use. 
I think the DDT has always been one of them. Um, even though originally it used to be a finisher. Yeah, he originally used to be a finisher. Uh, I, I think it's hard if you limit that, though. Because, I mean, there's... When you look in... Like, for me, it's it's just like the powerbomb. You know, there's different... There's so many different types of powerbombs. You know, the last ride or whatever it may be. But when you do that and you make them a certain, like, limit move, then how many moves can you really innovate to make them a finisher at that That's point, true. I but guess. when it comes to the super kick, though, what more can be done? Yeah, true. You know, it's like... how You really can't modify it anymore. Sean... <laughs> What he did is he went in the corner, he stomped his foot. Yeah, he took an old school move where it was just like, um, I don't know, Goldberg in the corner or I think... Um, Wham! <laughs> but I mean, that's what they did. They always hyped up the crowd, like um, even um, Hulk Hogan, when he went into his Hulk mode and then you knew what was coming right after he went after that. Well, and... It wasn't, it, it, man, it was, he would Hulk up, they would go for the punches, he would punch them back, throw them to the rope, drop the big boot, do the ear thing, hit the rope, come back, drop the leg, win the match. Like, mm-hmm. his five moves of doom. Yeah. Yeah, but nope. um, at nope. first I didn't think that was gonna hurt. But you ever see the size of that man's thighs? Yeah, right it's, on you. It's funny because um, I always make fun of that move. I always make fun of that move because that has to be one of the most historic, boring moves in wrestling history. <laughs> I'm gonna jump up and I'm gonna sit. No, there. Ultimate Warriors was worse than that. You're gonna the jump Warriors up and just... was a bad one too. I know yeah. Ultimate Warriors was a boring move, but I'm saying they had the, all these boring moves. The big splash. Because once I was listening to Stone Cold, I mean Stone Cold, Hulk Hogan talk about it. I mm-hmm. don't know if it was on a show or something. But he was talking about, I was like, I think about it now. That's such a dumb move I had. I'm like, I agree. He's like, I should have dropped an elbow. I'm like, that's so much better. Oh, He's like, I was talking about my 24-inch pythons, and here I am dropping a leg. If I could go back in time, I would just drop an elbow. I'm like, okay. I guess you don't get it, Hulk. Going back to what you were saying, though, like, I'm watching, I mean, watching NXT for that first time and actually seeing uh, Shinsuke Nakamura up here, like, that showed me how different the business is. You yeah, know, I don't man. watch wrestling like that, but one thing I did know is in the 90s, um, any individual that was really Asian or Asian American, whatever maybe that came over to wrestler, the wrestle, they weren't really portrayed in such a light like that. They were more of a comedic aspect, like uh, uh, Tajiri, Takamishinoku. They were they were more of a comedic factor. So when he came on, I was just like, okay, this guy's really flamboyant. He's really like out there. Like I don't really know if I'm gonna like this guy. And the moment he stepped on the stage and put a show on with Sami Zayn, Everybody I fell in love. Minds, man. Like I was like, yeah, like this guy can wrestle. He's charismatic he plays to the crowd he he does everything yeah it was crazy that's the thing it, that's nxt in general like triple h went out and he's doing something that they didn't do before like he he's getting these guys from other promotions he's picking up guys from the indies like vince like he would do that but it, more, more of what he got was like he would get people and try to turn them into wrestlers triple h is grabbing wrestlers yeah he would grab people and give them steroids or you something he would just Ooh, you, you got big muscles, make them bigger. Yeah that, yeah, that was Vince. Vince had this obsession with big guys, which is ironic because Triple H became a big guy. And what is he doing? He's getting all these like yeah. indie darlings, as they like to refer to them as, and making them stars. Like, if you look at the recent guys in NXT, no, I know. Just but, look at the old TNA roster. Yeah, like it's it's, it's amazing. Like they they picked up Styles, yep. Aries, yep. Uh, Eric Young, Na- Eric Young, Samoa Joe, Samoa Joe. Yep. Now they got Bobby Roode. It's official. He yeah. showed up oh at, a, re- oh, at a house Bobby show. Rude. Bobby Roode. Bobby Roode, baby. Um, and they got uh, and then a couple guys from Ring of Honor, whatever. Well, Kevin Owens, Balor from Japan, whatever, Nakamura. And then uh, all these guys, you were like, wow, like they picked up all these guys. Yeah. It's crazy. But it's awesome. You know, it's, I, I, have to, I do like what Triple H is doing on that front. It's great. And not only that, have you heard about the Cruiserweight tournament? Cruiserweight tournament. Exactly, Cruiserweight guys. tournament. What they're going to do is they're taking 32 wrestlers from different promotions. Like, you don't even see anybody from WWE. You might see, like, one or two guys from NXT. Everybody else is, like, from CZW, NJPW, ROH, 
Like, they're from all over. Triple H is bringing them together to put them on the WWE Network to do a cruiserweight tournament. And what? we can all watch that. What? Dude, that, that is awesome. And this is all Triple H, man. Like, Triple H has a great mind for the business. No matter how you feel about the guy. And don't get me wrong, I'm not his biggest fan. This guy is just, he's amazing. Maybe he, every, he just time after time. Huh? Maybe he just... Most people, especially when they're running any type of business, the only thing that they never let do is, let's just listen to the fucking fan base. Let's listen to the customers. Give them what they want. Yeah. Most people are like, nope, nope, this has been working for years, so we're going to stay with it. And yeah. they're not going to change. I mean, you guys, I mean, you've told me that people still get mad that, um, what's his name is the champ? Uh, I figure we're going to segue Roman into Reigns. Yeah. Uh-oh. We'll, we'll get them, but I mean, well, I, want, I want to jump right into that because... Dan tells me all the time that this guy is hated, but it's not his fault necessarily. He's not hated. He has the same John Cena effect. Okay. Some people, but it's not yeah, his he's fault. having, yeah, yeah, he is like the new fault. John. He's, yeah, it's the same thing. It's, they, I, you know, it's like I think they at first they're trying to create him as like he is the a pure year. good, like he's not hated year. kind of guy. But then you saw what happened when he wrestled Lesnar. They changed their minds at the last man. Maybe he's not ready for the title. You know, yeah. they and what do they do for the rest of the year? They tried to build him up. And they're they, still they focused on him, and then. They didn't really push anybody else, and then uh, then what happened? He they he wrestles Triple H, you know. Now he's the champ, but look at his reactions. It's the divided. Uh, yeah, exactly. He has the scene. You love him or hate him? And look what. He, and then what does he say? He goes, uh, "I'm not the a same, good guy. I'm, I'm not yeah, a bad guy. I'm, I'm the, the guy. guy. It's Stupidest like that, thing I've ever heard it's of. A, it's scripted. Yeah, it's a it's a it's it's a neutral, you know, kind of like thing like Cena." But my problem also too with him is that he's at least Cena though. You know, I I I like John Cena. Cena can wrestle. Yeah, Cena like, can put on I think, a good match. There's no denying that. I think Cena gets a lot of hate. You know, first off, you know, and I think Cena is like, uh, it's it's not really Cena's fault essentially when you think about it. It's more of like the company absolutely kept him at the. It's for, you know, and he always advocates, hey, let's help elevate this guy and yeah. this guy. Well, that's the thing. You and I have been talking about John yeah. Cena for years. Yeah, I mean, yours. You've always liked Cena, correct? Correct, yes. Yeah, and I'm, I mean, there were I, times I was annoyed yeah. when, like, okay, why is he winning the belts again or whatever. That's like, I was on the other side of things. You know, before hating Cena became a cool thing, yeah. I was there. I was, I was like, one of the first Cena haters there was. And I'm the same way with the Roman Reigns. I was one of the first Roman Reigns haters there was. Why? Because these guys, it's not that they can't put on good matches, especially Cena. Cena could put on a great match with anybody. It's just that they keep on shoving them down your throat. Like, when CM Punk was champion for 394, 394, 400, I don't remember how many more. I think it was 434 days. Yeah. Yeah, 434 days. When he was champ that entire... That was a combined effort. Yeah. When he was champ for all that time, and you're thinking, you're the champ. You're the main event. You're the top guy. Who was main eventing pay-per-views? John Cena. CM Punk wasn't even in the match. You know what pissed me off? The one pay-per-view when, what I thought was just disgraceful was, you had CM Punk versus Daniel Bryan, and... You know the crowd was hot for that's this the, for this match. You know, that's one anytime, of the best possible matches you yeah, could ever have, and and you know, two big stars right there. I'm glad they both got to be champion. You know, and yeah. uh, but what did they do? They had the main event of that pay per view was John Cena versus John Laurinaitis. John Cena versus that was the, John Laurinaitis. That was the closing match. I never forgot it. I thought that was one of the worst things ever. Rudy, I know you don't watch wrestling, but no, I, I just know. we just mentioned four names: CM Punk, Daniel Bryan, John Cena, John Laurinaitis. Of those four, who do you not know? John Laurinaitis. Why? John Laurinaitis was a wrestler back in, what, 1980-something? Yeah. You know uh, the Road Warriors, Hawk and Animal? Yes. He's Animal's brother. Never made it big in WWE. He was big in Japan, sort of. 
So why was he main eventing? Because no, well, he, he works he, for the company. He he ended up becoming like a backstage kind of guy. He was a backstage guy, then they made him like the general manager. Yeah, they decided of. to make him like a TV personality. And he was like storyline-wise, he's like, oh, I run the company. I'm the big bad guy. You know how Vince was back mm-hmm. in the day. I'm this I'm, guy. I'm that I'm guy. I'm the head executive of talent relations. Yeah, exactly. So what they did is you have, CM, power. Punk, you have CM Punk and Daniel Bryan putting on this great match. And the main event is John Cena, who we're tired of seeing, fighting a guy who hasn't wrestled in years. That was the main event. That went over CM Punk, Daniel Bryan. That's why people like me get upset. Yeah. Like, why? Do you, why? Like, why? You know? And that's the thing. It, it, it's it's sadly, not like John Cena wasn't on the card. You yeah. know? You still had him on the card. You, you, you know? I, I don't know. Yeah, and, and sadly, the thing is, Cena, he's, he's the guy who gets, you know, the shit uh, talked about him. Why? Because... It's not his fault he's fighting John Laurinaitis. This is what they, they, they wanted, but the, the company wanted. And what do we think? We think, oh, this is just Cena being on top again. And granted, I know that, but I can't help it. Like, I'm going to still be upset at Cena for being at the main event, even though it's not his fault. That's the th- same thing with Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns is put in the main event over and over again. The man can't talk on the mic. That's the man a- can only wrestle with certain people. Why that's- is he the top guy? Yeah, he, that's what I don't understand either. It's like, at least with Cena, too, he could, he could work and he could talk. Especially talk. This guy, Roman Reigns, like, he can't... No offense. To, I mean, I don't hate he's, Roman he's Reigns. He's improved. You know, I just hate that he's the guy, that they chose him. You know, it's like, he he doesn't... He wasn't even a wrestler before. Like, yeah. he was a football player who turned wrestler. Which is fine, but... A lot I, of guys are like that. But it's like, mm. here's a guy, you know, it just seems like he's like The Rock, kind of. Like, he's like, uh, I don't think he planned on being a wrestler. He just fell into it. And then... Yeah. But uh, but he's not he he can't cut a promo he has to have help like they have to give him scripted stuff to to work with you know but his yeah. matches are okay you know it depends who he works with he but can have great matches though with the right guy but there's two him matches in the ring with AJ Styles it's great every time two Why? matches with Styles were phenomenal you know but the thing with the thing with Roman is um he's just you remember back in the day like you, like you've seen old school wrestling like think think of, let's think about Shawn Michaels' career he came in he was a tag team guy became tag team champion. He became the Intercontinental Champion. You know, he worked his way up. He became the top guy. You know, Cena, it can be said, like, he became the U.S. champ. He was a tag team champ, this, that, the other. Then he became world champ. Mm-hmm. Roman Reigns, he was a tag team champ for, like, two seconds. Yeah. And then right after that, he's fighting for world titles. Yeah. Like, you just, you just skipped him. Why? Because he's the typical Vince McMahon guy. He's the big, strong guy. You know, the ladies think he's a good-looking guy, this, that, and the other. So, like, oh, let's put him in the main event picture. Oh, he's related to The Rock. Let's throw him in there. He knows what he's doing. You know, I think, I think, well, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. no, you go ahead. No. I think the only, I think the problem that you're thinking about, I mean, is also you're saying he's not good on the mic, and I think that's the reason because he jumped. Because The Rock is charismatic because, I mean, look who he was around when he was coming up. The Nation of Domination. You got Farouk. You got all these, The Godfather. You got all these guys who actually know how to be charismatic and play yeah. to the crowd and do all these things, and he's right there watching them. Like, I mean, The Rock then became more of a figure in the Nation of Domination, but he was really in the behind the scenes at first. Especially from yeah. Ron Simmons. You learned a lot from him. Exactly. So then you have this guy, Roman Reigns, who's coming up, and I don't know too much about him, but the way you're saying he's not talking or he's not cutting a promo very well, it's like, like I wouldn't know how to act either. You're just putting me on top, and I'm supposed to be the face? Yeah. I don't really like, know what to do. You know, I, I had a discussion one time with my cousin. He suggested, like, we're, like, they should, all right, like, let's say if they were to try to build him up at least the appropriate way, he suggested, remember when Rusev was undefeated and he was United States champion, like, why not have Roman Reigns be the guy to end the streak? Win that the United States title. So much sense. Yeah, it was like what a big they do, though. And I thought about it, I was like, well, you know, that, that could have been actually a pretty good alt, alt, you know, alternative. But who, who beat him? Who beat Rusev for the streak? The, the, 
John Cena. That's another thing. Like, once again, I'm not blaming Cena, but it's like you have this guy Rusev. Basically, just think Ivan Drago from Rocky. That's basically what it is. This guy, he's supposed to be from some Eastern European thing. They eventually even changed it to Russia. He has like a blonde chick that follows him around, and he's like, "Oh, I speak with accent. I'm a good fighter." That's what the woman says. No, that's what he says. <laughs> that's what he she, says. she says Rusev crush, and he crushes. Oh, gosh. But the thing Rusev. is... I was thinking of Mother Russia from uh, Kick-Ass 2. Yeah. But Huge the thing woman. is, he goes out there, he's undefeated, he's beating everybody. You could have Roman Reigns. No, let me think. Up-and-comer Roman Reigns. We want him to be big. Let's, let's have him beat Rusev, just like you said. And what do yeah. they do? Hey, let's get John Cena, who's about to break Ric Flair's record for the most you know, world title wins ever. And let's have him beat Rusev. Does Cena need that? No, Cena's already one of the top guys in WWE. Yeah. Not even WWE. He's one of the top guys in wrestling history. Yeah. Why does he have to be the guy to stop Rusev? Have a new guy do it. You know, it, it just didn't make any sense. Well, this, you know, the other thing, too, I want to segue into was, was well, in regards to Roman Reigns, it was, uh, you know, you, another thing that annoyed me was that, like, there were a lot of other guys I felt like that deserved the spot, you know, than Roman Reigns. Everyone you else know, in the shield. The one that really pissed me off was what what they did with Cesaro. Um Cesaro, which I he's been there longer, paid his dues. Here's a guy that the fans clearly like. Uh they put him with Paul Heyman. They you know, they kept him healed. He was doing this cool thing and then uh I, what I would have done was have um then I would have I would have had Cesaro split up from Heyman and this caused friction and then boom, you call Brock Lesnar. Yep. You do Cesaro and Brock Lesnar and you yep. have Ce- because the way they've been doing Brock Lesnar now, it's like where he's like so unstoppable that you can't even like, like his matches now are usually consist of just suplexing the other opponent. Yeah, that's all it is. So it's like, I mean, which is entertaining too, but I mean, I, I kind of want to see some, I miss the old Lesnar in terms of like, yeah, where Lesnar he wasn't so unstoppable. Yeah, like it was more of like an even match. But anyway, um, I would have had Cesaro versus Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania for the title. You could have like a guy that could, I mean, a guy that could, you know, withstand, go toe-to-toe, basically. Or could clearly counter those German suplexes and give Lesnar a taste of his own medicine. But that's the thing. When it comes down to it, Cesaro is one of, like I said earlier, he was, one, he was a guy who was big in the indies. He was another independent wrestler. And the thing is, if Cesaro had more time in NXT, like if he would have come a little bit after with Triple H, you'd think maybe he would have gotten that push. He would have gotten that rub. But this was pre-NXT stuff. And that's the thing. Vince probably looks at this guy. He's like, he's not, he's not a big name. He's just some guy from the indies. So why would I put him up against one of my top guys, Lesnar, who, once again, was never a professional wrestler. Like, he was an amateur wrestler. He was a damn good amateur wrestler. And Vince was like, this is a big, strong guy. I want him. You know, he didn't have any uh, pro wrestling background. And there you go. He became a top guy. Cesaro is one of the indie guys who never really got that rub. You know, he never got what he needed. Well, he even said in Austin's podcast, he's like, he's missing something. And I'm like, I don't know. I don't 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 get it. I actually think... He's even better now, though. Like, I like the new gimmick. The uh, I don't know. I don't. Like uh, me personally, I, I think it's. I think it's. I think it's good. I think it's better than not having anything. He I th- wears a stripper's outfit. <laughs> a stripper's this, outfit. This no, man, he wears a suit. This man comes in a suit, which you can rip he, off. Yeah, it's like, but it's like a like when he comes at like his entrance, it's kind of like a James, James Bond thing. James Bond. He he, like, fit, he walks in sideways like in and the you circle. see like the barrel of a gun. He turns around. Everybody gets excited. Then he rips off his stripper clothes. He rips off the suit into his wrestling gear. So the idea is like he's like Superman switching. But he's Swiss too, so they call him the Swiss Superman. Yeah, he's called the Swiss Superman. I like it. I, I, you know, I think it kind of like, you know, it worked like on his first night back. I was like, oh, what is this? He's in a suit. I just thought it was good, you know. 
to bring us back, I just want to know one thing, and then we'll probably end off on that note. Um, do you think the brand split is a motive? Like, are they worried about money? Are they worried about their fan base? Is this something to read, like, to bring them back to increase the popularity, or is this just because they have a lot of people? I think, you know, actually, when you think, put it in that perspective, I mean, it could be it could be both points. I mean, you know, the the ratings for Raw were slumping too, like, especially now. We're, we're, <clears throat> excuse me, with Roman Reigns as champion. Uh, and now, like, I think, you know, they've been trying to get SmackDown to to grow the popularity for SmackDown. If you recall, it used to be on Friday nights on Sci-Fi for many years. And then uh, then now they just moved it to Thursdays. And, uh, and it's, on, it's on USA, right? Yeah, it's on USA. Yeah, so uh, I'm always at work. That's why I never watch it. Yeah, that's right. No um, so now they... Uh, now they're doing this big thing. They're going to move to Tuesdays, July 19th, 2016. And uh, they want to do... But now what's going to be interesting is that it's going to go live. So I think, of course, going live makes it it's a different atmosphere because, okay, you're on live TV. You've got to do everything right. So I think that puts pressure, but it makes it more exciting. And so now... Well, yeah, the rumor is that now it's going to be uh, Stephanie running Raw, Shane running SmackDown. But I think, you know... Um, you put a couple guys here, and you put a couple guys here. It kind of shakes things up. I think it's just maybe it's time for a shakeup. I don't know. Like they got to do something to try to like yeah. ele- elevate. You know. Yeah, I mean, you I, know. I, I don't know if it's about being being worried or anything. It's but I mean, it's like David was saying with the ratings. It's a uh, Raw's been slumping. SmackDown's non-existent. If you watch SmackDown, it's uh, basically hey, I missed Raw. Let me catch SmackDown. It's yeah, that's, just that's the other thing too. Like SmackDown. Yeah. But um, I, I don't know. I mean, it's it's basically what David said. They have to shake things up again. They have to just make it so that people feel like watching pro wrestling again. Like, you know, I'm 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 not gonna stop watching wrestling ever, so I'm gonna always watch it. But there's probably other people out there who's like the show sucks. But hey, they're gonna do the brand split. Let me check it out. Maybe I've been hearing about these younger guys, these NXT guys, it might be good. Let me let me see what it's about. But that's that's pretty much it. When is it officially happening again? July nineteenth is the first Tuesday, um, July nineteenth. Yeah, Tuesday, July nineteenth is the first ever live SmackDown, which is the first time SmackDown's ever been live like that. Actually I, mean, I think know, that's incorrect. Basis. I'm pretty sure Smack SmackDown's been live before. No, but I mean on a regular basis. On a regular basis, yeah. yeah. That's the first time this Damn. has ever happened. Yeah. So Sorry, just as big as when when Raw went commercial free for that one night. Yeah, but um, with presidential nominee Donald J. Trump. Yeah, but that's the thing. Commercial but, uh, free, commercial free. <laughs> you done? You done, David? Sorry, yeah, I'm done. But you guys um, have any final thoughts? Uh, it's like, like we're still a little ways out before the brand split officially goes on. Do you guys have any final thoughts or expectations or predictions as to what's going to happen leading up to it? Uh, well, I have one for. I want to see. Oh yeah, we didn't even talk. About, well, back to AJ Styles again. Uh, this Sunday, it's AJ Styles, John Cena, a match what Cena's been calling 15 years in the making. Because, and it's, I, I'm really excited. You know, I've been excited ever since they signed Styles because, you know, he's like the biggest independent wrestler, you know, kind of like Sting, like the biggest guy that, like, hey, this is the biggest guy that That has never been here. Yeah. So, uh, this is a huge match for him. I hope, I think he should go over on Cena, but, but then again, you also have Cena, who's it's his first pay per view match back. So it's like, does he is he gonna win? Maybe most like I don't know. AJ Styles should go over on Cena. But I, yeah, Styles just lost two, actually three pay per views. He exactly. lost to Jericho WrestleMania, which made no sense. Then he loses to Roman Reigns twice. Yeah. Okay. AJ Styles needs to go over. Yeah, like you need, and you know it's one on one. I would like to see him go over, kind of like how Kevin Owens went over. 
You got any final thoughts, Dan? No, I mean, I'm just, I'm just really excited for the, for the split. I just, I hope it works. I mean, I hope that it brings viewership to Raw to SmackDown that they do have two different but equal, um, products. That you know, I want to see what's going on in Raw. Hey, this is great, man! I can't wait for tomorrow to see what's going on SmackDown and just have them compete with each other. I can't wait. But most importantly, they have to, um, not do what they did at the end of the split and screw it up, like. You don't want to have these guys like, hey, this guy's on Raw, but I'm going to show up on SmackDown next week. You need to keep them as separate as possible. You, If anything, you bring them together on big pay-per-views. Bring them together on Survivor Series, WC, um, wow, uh, WrestleMania, um, all the big pay-per-views, SummerSlam, Royal Rumble, like the big four. Mm-hmm. But um, that's that's pretty much all I have to say. Well, I'm that. definitely going to be there to watch the draft, I think, on July 19th, like you guys said, right? No, the draft is probably going to be on July 18th. Okay, Monday. so the draft is going to be July 18th, most Monday. Li- no, it's not official, most likely. Well, I'm going to be watching just in case, uh, and you should too. Absolutely. So, I mean, by the way, if you guys ever seen the last draft, it was actually kind of funny because this was back when Matt Matt Hardy and the Hardys were still there, I think. And uh, they, they Raw had I remember I forget what Taz said. He was like, uh, "No, they're like Raw got Cena and a couple other guys, and then Michael Cole, somebody somebody said some and SmackDown's got zero because they were going like it was like a random, and then Taz was like, "No, no, we got Matt Hardy." Got Matt Hardy, yeah. so it's it's just funny shit like that. Anyway, but I'm looking forward to it, and uh, hopefully it goes well. So am I. On that note, take us away, Dan. Well, guys, this has been another episode of A Couple of Wise Guys, and we know we made your day better. You can catch us here every Friday on iTunes and Stitcher. Feel free to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. You can find our handles in the podcast description.